righteous sins should live unto righteousness, by whose stripes ye were healed. Alrighty. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Good morning. Hallelujah. My name is Kathy Broxton. This is the LUTG Radio Show on LUTGradio.com, WKKP Digital Broadcasting. Amen, amen, and amen. Glory to God. Jesus loves you, beloved, and so do I. I thank y'all so much for tuning in to LUTGradio.com, the LUTG Radio Show, every morning, Monday through Friday at 9 a.m., and it is exactly 9 a.m. Amen, amen. If you got to go to work, you better hurry up and get there. We are here already. We're going to open up with prayer, y'all. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Our Father which art in heaven, glory to God. And so that's Matthew chapter 6, verses 9 through um, 13, 14. Um, not 13. <laughs> uh, and so um, I just want to thank God for each and every listener, for every person, uh, whether you listen on the radio or you on the social media pages, thank you so much for tuning in. And may God bless you and keep you in perfect peace. Enough said. Let's move on over to um, the book of Luke. We're going to put on the whole armor of God. Putting on the whole armor of God. Uh, Today's show is actually titled, let me give you the title. Today's show is called Subcutaneous Faith. (laughs) Say that fast three times. Subcutaneous Faith. And so today's show is called Subcutaneous Faith faith all right all right i mean anyway (laughs) so you'll see where we're going with this um go with me to luke 24 45 it is it says then open he their understanding that they might understand the scriptures luke 24 45 says Then opened he my understanding that I might understand the scriptures. Amen. Go me to Ephesians chapter six, verse 10 through 17. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all to stand. Stand therefore, have your loins girt about with truth, and having on the breastplate of righteousness, and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. 
above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. And take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Amen. Amen. Uh, turn me uh, out. Ephesians six eighteen and 19 praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. And for me that utterance may be given unto me that I may open my mouth boldly to make known the mystery of the gospel. Numbers, go with me to Numbers uh, 6, chapter chapter 6, verse 24 through 27. Numbers 6, 24 through 27. The Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. And they shall put my name upon the children of Israel and I will bless them. Psalms 91, we're putting on the whole armor of God. Psalms 91. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress. My God in him will I trust. Surely he shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. He shall cover thee with his feathers and under his wings shalt thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flieth by day, nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor for the destruction that wasteth at noonday. A thousand shall fall at thy side, and ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee. Only with thine eyes shall thou behold and see the reward of the wicked. Because thou hast made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the most high, thy habitation. There shall no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling. For he shall give his angels charge over thee to keep thee in all thy ways. They shall bear thee up in their hands, lest thou dash thy foot against a stone. Thou shalt tread upon the lion and adder, the young lion and the dragon shalt thou trample under feet. Because he has set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high because he have known my name. He shall call upon me and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. Isaiah fifty four seventeen. Isaiah fifty four seventeen. No weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper, and every tongue that shall rise against thee in judgment, thou shalt condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and their righteousness is of me, saith the Lord. Amen. Amen. Now, um, don't forget, get your, um, armor of God t-shirt, pardon me, get your armor of God t-shirt, um, from the shop, lutgradio.com forward slash shop. Amen. Amen. I guess I probably should have, if I was a, uh, being an excellent, uh, salesperson, I probably should have said before we did the prayer, but, um, I wanted you first. (laughs) I wanted you to be covered first. And so for me, you being protected uh, is more important. Uh, But I do need sales. I ain't going to even lie. I need sales, y'all. I need sales. I need sales or donations or some contributions uh, to keep the radio uh, going. I know we ain't supposed to ask God for our needs. Okay. I'm going to put it like this. I want sales. So since how 
we facilitate the wants of one another, you know, uh, I pray that you will ask God to bless you with the money to get a t-shirt or something on the website that you see, something in the shop that you see that you want. Amen. Amen. Oh. <laughs> oh my goodness. So today's show is called subcutaneous faith. And so we're going to pull up here, go to Psalms 94, 94. First, let's just say this. Sub, subcutaneous faith is a belief in something that has no movement to a desired result. It lingers forming bigger bricks of regret, debt, doubt. And salvation is a prayer answered of the father to the son. You've got to remember God asked Jesus to volunteer. He asked for volunteers who would volunteer to pay the price to take the punishment for man. That would be Jesus. So remember prayer is an asking prayer is an, is asking. All right. So prayer is asking. Okay. And so salvation is an answered prayer. All right. And so again, today's show is called subcutaneous faith and sub subcutaneous like for example, subcutaneous fat is fat that lingers, uh, that builds up under the arm because of poor circulation. And so when you, when you see that under your, see that under your arm or on your body, see fat just lingering around, um, it ain't, it ain't got no movement. So, you know, you need to go check that out with God. You probably need to eat a little bit more protein. Find out what I ain't gonna tell you what to eat. I'm gonna tell you, go check it out with the doctor, find out what you need to do. Pray about it. You can talk to God. Um, uh, oftentimes you need to get it circulated, get it moving sometimes. Um, cause you can exercise and exercise and it won't do, it won't move. So for example, just as you exercise and exercise and it won't move, um, the same thing with prayer, you can pray and pray and pray and get no movement. And so one of the fixes in the world for subcutaneous fat is to change what you eat. And so you change what you eat and that way you get movement, right? And so with prayer, you want to change what you eat. And so like, for example, people in the world, people that are not saved, they eat too, but they eating, you know, curse words, words of doubt and destruction. Some of them use positive influence, but it ain't got no Jesus in it. And so they may succeed in business, which is great because everybody still needs to provide for their family. But then their soul is not being fed. And so they're feeding one part of them, but not the whole part of them. And God wants you to feed the whole part of you. Okay, so I don't want to go off um, what we hear. So we're here right now just to focus your prayer. But I just want to give you some understanding uh, for what that is. Um, and I told you to go to, okay, here. I told you to go to Psalms. Um, all right. So Psalms 94 says, who will rise up against the evil doers or who will stand up for me against the workers of iniquity? Unless the Lord had made, had been my help, 
my soul had almost dwelt in silence. My soul had almost dwelt in silence. When I said, my foot slippeth, thy mercy, O Lord, held me up. And the multitude of my thoughts within within thy comforts delight my soul. Shall the throne of iniquity have fellowship with thee, which frameth mischief by a law? They gather themselves together against the soul of the righteous and condemn the innocent blood. You can gain the whole world and lose your soul. You can get everything you want in the world, every every car, every house, every chain, every piece of but when you lose your soul you've lost everything you've lost everything and so you got to be careful who you're listening to because the enemy will come at you and he'll try and take your prayers away he'll try and move you away from your prayers and so he can't take the prayers from you but he can try and in uh tempt you to move it away from your prayers. From what you believe. You understand what I'm saying? And so. Subcutaneous faith. Is belief in something. That has no movement. To a desired result. The enemy is trying to move you away. From the desired result. Meaning change your desires. It just lingers. Forming bigger bricks of regret. Debt and doubt. Salvation is a prayer answered of the father to the son. Salvation is a thing hoped for. Salvation is a thing hoped for. Um, Hebrews chapter two, go to Hebrews chapter two, verse one through four. Now, so the, the phrase salvation is a thing hopeful. The evidence of things not seen is Hebrews 11 and 1. But Hebrews 2 says, Therefore, we ought to give the more earnest heed to things which we have heard, lest at any time we shall let them slip. For if the words spoken by angels were steadfast in every transgression and disobedience received a just recompense of reward, How shall we escape if the neglect so great, if we neglect so great salvation, which at the first began to be spoken by the Lord and was confirmed unto us by them that heard him. God also bearing them witness, both with signs and wonders and with diverse miracles and gifts of the Holy Ghost, according to his own will. God has a plan for our life. He has a plan for our life. And the way he gets that plan for our life is he puts on our heart a particular thing to say. And it comes out of our mouth. We know it as prayer. But prayer, all prayer is, is a spoken word in the form of a question with belief aligned with it. That's what it is. And so when we pray, we're talking to God. But every time we speak, every time we speak a word, we're talking to God. And so either we're talking to God in faith or we're talking to God out of faith. 
Why? Because we're made in his image. We're made in his image. He called us to speak in spirit and we're to speak. We open our mouth and he, he speaks through it when we are standing in faith. When Jesus spoke his words. Wait, hold on a second. So, uh, let me just read this again. Salvation is the thing that it salvation is the thing hoped for, and Jesus, the evidence of things not seen. So Jesus is the evidence of things not seen. Jesus is the spoken and living word of God. We are the present day disciples of Jesus Christ. When Jesus spoke his words, remain strong, firm, and continue producing. When Jesus spoke a word, it didn't flee away. It didn't say, what you say? What? It didn't forget what it looked like. It didn't forget what it was supposed to do. His word, when it did exactly what he expected it to do, exactly what he desired it to do, it went to heal, deliver, and set free. Provide provisions, food, feeding the masses. It did exactly what he expected it to do. Why is that? We're going to find out. I want you to think on a person. I want you to think on a person. You want to give, provide, deliver a good blessing. A blessing that will enhance, edify their life, their family, their business, job, whatever etc. Now ask God in the name of Jesus to give you a a scripture to hold on to as a point of contact. You ever seen on these uh, church programs that say, I'll, if you, if you will call me or let me know, I'll send you a piece of paper or a piece of cloth that I done prayed over and put some anointing oil on it. And it'll be our point of contact me and you together in agreement, praying for this thing that you are hoping for, for this evidence, this movement that you're hoping to get. Uh, a mustard seed of faith will move a mountain. That's that faith. It's that faith that's exercised the thing hoped for. It says, okay, so... I want you to ask, ask the father, ask, ask God in the name of Jesus for a scripture to hold on to as a point of contact between you, Jesus, and the person you are, you pray the blessing. So we got to understand this. We pray the father of Jesus, whose name is I am, which means existent, not created. I am capital letters. I am who is also called Jehovah God, Yahweh. We're going to pray him in the name of Jesus. Like Jesus is asking for it. The thing, the thing that we hoping for the substance of things, hope for the evidence of things not seen. Let the word spoken from your mouth. So, the words that are spoken from your mouth will cause the thing to happen. And so that's why it says in Ephesians uh, 6, 18 and 19, um, that if you will open your mouth, God will fill it. 
And so in order for God to fill it, you got to keep your faith in him and on him. So get when God gives you the scripture, read the scripture, read it. Read the scripture that you got from God the Father. Read it to yourself. Read it to yourself. Sometimes we want to say things out loud, pushing our breath out, out loud. I want you to read it to yourself first. Why? Because your very first voice is the one that's in your head. That's the mind, the very first one. Then say it out loud. Because your soul is going to hear it either way. They both, they're both audible. They both speak. But you're the only one in control of that. You're the only one that's supposed to be in control of that. No one is supposed to control your mind. That's yours. So I want you to begin to speak the scriptures with your mind. Read it out. That's reading to yourself. That's reading silently to yourself. But there is no silence of the mind. There's only peace. And peace is strength. Peace is strength. So read it. Read it to yourself and then read it out loud so your physical ears can hear it. And because what you what you speak gets into your heart, your belly, where the spirit is. And the spirit starts to awaken and go, oh, all right now. Well, it ain't truly sleep, but it, when, it, when, it's, when, the, when you hear the phrase, the spirit starts to awaken, it says, hey, I hear the word of the Lord. It's time to do some good things. And so read the scripture to yourself. The words you the words you speak returns to your ears and reaches your spirit where the Father made his home in you. Let it turn the key to open the treasure of blessings. That's the spirit saying, "Hold on, I hear the word of God being spoken." <clears throat> it's time to go to work. Now open your mouth and let God speak through it. God ain't going to be using no curse words. He ain't going to be using no doubt. He will say the Lord rebuked thee. And he ain't talking to you. He's talking to the enemy around you. Sometimes you got to rebuke something before you get to praying for the blessing because the enemy is trying to change the words which God has put in your heart to say you stay focused on that word you pray for yourself before you start praying for somebody else Lord God lead me Lord God I just thank you for the right word to say amen give me the right prayer Lord give me a scripture God your words just like Jesus do not return void. Hear me. Hear me when I tell you this. Your words, just like the word of God, just like Jesus spoke it, your words never, ever, ever return void. Why? Because you are made in the image of the most high God. You are a speaking spirit. And when you open your mouth, God is willing and ready to speak through it. You got to start saying what Jesus said. Your word don't return void. It's going to return something. But you you get to determine what it returns. 
which is mean, which means why you gotta, you, you gotta, you gotta watch what you say. You gotta watch what you say. You gotta watch what you say. Just like when you cancel a debit card transaction or you canceling a check, like you changing your shirt or dress at the last moment, those words, negative words will cancel out your blessings that you done prayed for. So let's say you done prayed for somebody to be healthy. Now this just happened to me the other day. I had prayed for somebody and prayed for somebody and I'm believing and believing. I'm supplicating, supplicating and they getting better. I'm like, cool, cool. They're getting better. And then the devil comes to me and says, oh, then, you know, so-and-so is X, Y, Z. You don't want to pray for him. You don't want to pray for her. They just doing the same old thing. And I had to remember, hold on. My word does not return to me void. If they are doing, if they are succumbing to the same temptation that they had before, that temptation is coming from the devil. They ain't moving on their own behalf and seeking out sin when they done, they done got healthy and whole and then they're going to go back and do exactly what made them sick as, to begin with. No, that, that ain't them. That's the devil tempting them. And then, and, and he'll put it to them in a way that it feels like love. I ain't saying that a man cannot fall in love with another man. I'm just saying, uh, that ain't for me. That ain't for me. You got to do what's right for you. I ain't saying that a man that is a homosexual or a female that is a lesbian can't find Jesus because they can't. They ain't no different than a heterosexual going out there uh, having relations with every Tom, Dick, and Harry. Ain't no different. I have a homosexual, heterosexual, lesbian, and all the other letters. It ain't no different. If you having sex outside of the will of God, it's all sin. I don't care what title you give yourself. It don't even matter. Why? God said the same thing to me. It don't matter that you heterosexual. I told you to do X, Y, Z, and you have gone against it. I'm putting, I'm summarizing and say exactly in those words, but I'm summarizing because I'm a heterosexual, was a heterosexual, will always be a heterosexual. But when I sin, I should say what? I'm not a sinner anymore because I got redeemed. But when I go out and commit adultery or I ain't never committed adultery. When I, if I go out and fornicate or have relations outside of marriage, I've just sinned and gone against the word of God. And now I'm accountable to God for that because he told me, Hey, I told you not to do that. What you doing? I'm accountable just like you. And so when I made a confession, Lord God, I'm going to serve you with all my heart, with all my mind, with all my soul, with all my strength. I'm going to love you, Lord God. I ain't going to fornicate no more. That means my word should not return to me void. That means that when the devil comes at me and say, girl, did you see that dude? Oh my goodness. Woo. How, what? Don't answer those questions. Because the enemy will start giving you who, what, when, where, why, and how. Don't do it. So it, whether your vice is sex, cigarettes, alcohol, soda pop, candy, overworking yourself. What are you saying to make that happen? 
What are you saying about you to cause that to be? Because what you say about you and how you treat you is how you're going to treat other people. So when you praying for somebody else and a little hink comes in the, in the situation, you're going to fall by the wayside. Ah, well, forget it. I ain't going to pray for them no more. They ain't no good. Wait, wait, wait a minute. You have just canceled out your prayer. You have just said, okay, I ain't going to believe for them to be healed. I'm going to just start all over. I'm going to just forget about them. So what if they go to hell? So what if they die? No, your, your prayers do not return void. You cannot give the enemy a key to make somebody sick. When you, when you give up on what you have believing God for, and you start saying the opposite of the prayer of blessing, you've just given the enemy a key into your friend, a key into your family, a key into this world to go ahead and rip apart everything, give them COVID, give them cancer, give them any number of things. Some of y'all have even said, well, I don't care if my child comes out handicapped as long as they alive. Okay. You just got what you just said. Shut up. That child got to live with that. Not you. That child has to live with that. When you pray for your children, father God, in the name of Jesus, I want my child healthy. Everything in his right place. Sound mind, sound body. Healthy and strong, just like Jesus was born healthy and strong. I want my child healthy and strong. One sex organ. <laughs> Pray the blessing for your people, for those that you care about. Don't say the opposite. Pray the blessing. Your word will never return void as long as you don't void it. Don't void it. Because what happens is you pray a prayer for somebody, a blessing for them, and then you come right behind that prayer with a negative prayer, a negative word, a negative word spoken. That's just another prayer, but it's going to the other camp. And so it has, like I said, it has that key to go ahead and block and open up a whole nother door of worms that you you like, no, nah, I, I closed that. I closed that. What the freak? You got to keep loving. Jesus ain't gave up on you. You got to keep praying and supplicating. So you pray once and you supplicate the rest of the time. Supplicate means to thank God. Thank God. Thank, 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 thank God for the blessing that you already prayed for, that you believe in for. So. If you pray blessings for a person, allow the blessings to manifest. And remember, we got to remember, it ain't our business what that person does with that blessing. So if you pray for somebody to be, let's say, for example, you liking this dude or whatever, and you don't pray for him because he was, wasn't feeling good. And he, now he good, he good to go. He done got his football career on. He done got the millions and he don't even remember your name. You spend weeks and days and years praying for him and blessing him blessing him just blessing him feeding him the word and when you see him out on that field you see him out you know on media and tv and whatnot and he getting his he getting his his happy on and some chick is up under his arm you like man 
truth. Well, I did pray for him to be happy. I pray for him to be healthy. I pray for him to be successful. If he don't want to bless you, that's still his business. Why is that his business? That may not have been the person that God had for you. Maybe he may be the person that's going to introduce you to the person that you're supposed to be with. I know that's kind of difficult because if you like me, I don't date people's friends. Don't do it. And so anyway, although <laughs> what's a better reference than the person that knows them, right? Anyway, you want to you, you let them do what they're going to do with that blessing. The only thing you got to tell them is go your way and sin no more. You have gotten your blessing. Bam. Go your way and sin no more. Live in the blessing. Don't live out. Once you get your blessing, don't turn from the blessing that got you that blessing. Don't turn from God after you got your blessing. I can't tell you how many people get what they ask, ask God for. And then the moment they get it, they're like, whatever God, I'm going to put you on a shelf. All right, look, I'll be back when I need something else. <coughs> Pardon me. I'm getting dry. Move with me to Romans chapter 12, verse 2. Move with me to Romans chapter 12, verse 2. It says, And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. For I say, through the grace given unto me, to every man that is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly according as God have dealt to every man the measure of faith. For as we have many members in one body and all members have not the same office, so we being many as one body in Christ and every member one another, having then gifts deferring according to the grace that is given unto us, whether prophecy, whether prophecy, let us prophesy according to the, uh, according to the proportion of faith of ministry. Let us wait on, on our ministering or he that teacheth on teaching or he that exhorteth on exhortation. He that giveth, let him do it with simplicity. He that ruleth with diligence. He that showeth mercy with cheerfulness. Everybody has a gift. This is a part of escaping your mind. Escaping your mind. See, your body does not attract nor keep a mate. It is how you think of you. And portray, display yourself. We mindscaping. And so again, we still talking about the words that come out of your mouth about you and about people you praying for, people around you. Because you, your words are shaping your you and your environment. That's shaping your you and your environment. Now me, if anybody knows me, they know I'm particular about my marriage bed. I don't believe in spiritual sex. Or spiritual sexual training. I don't. I, that ain't for me. Why is it not for me? Because my body is a temple of the Holy Spirit. And it's being protected and preserved for my husband. 
Jehovah God and for our earthly husband. So you have the father, the creator, our husband, and then you have the, the man husband, the one made in the image of God. And so my body is being preserved for that. And so I don't want to go test drive with anybody, not by spirit, nor by flesh. I don't want no demons being sent to me as a form of protection. That ain't protection when those are God's enemy. If they're God's enemy, they're your enemy. You do have angels that are supposed to move on your behalf, move at your commands. The only thing they won't do is go against the word of God. So that means that you got to learn the word of God so you can learn how to talk to your angels. You got to learn the word of God. You got to learn the word. Amen. And so your words shape who you are and how you think and how you display yourself. So you got to think about who you are and how you want to be perceived. If a man or a woman only wants you for your muscles and your beautiful smile, what happens when your first wrinkle appears? Subcutaneous fat sets in around your belly, your arms. What happens then? Your leg. We got to remember subcutaneous fat is from poor circulation, but most people do not know this occurs. Flabby arms, bat wings, jelly belly. Just like you get that in your body. You also get it in your, in your life. Remember your life is a spiritual experience. Your life is a spiritual experience manifested in a flesh body. Your life is a spiritual experience manifested in a flesh body. So we got to get the prayers moving. We got to get the manifestation of the word. And as you think, so are you. So if God tells you to say, I'm healthy, I'm strong, I am healed in the name of Jesus, say it. I can tell you this. He already said to say it. It's in Matthew chapter 6, verse 9 and 10. Our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. The in earth as it is in heaven, I pause because I was thinking of a testimony. You probably heard me say it. Jesus told this uh, pastor whose mother was in a coma, say, I am healed. He says, You're healed already. I already healed the whole world. Say, I am healed. Go to your mother and call her name and say, Mama, you are healed. You are healed. She going to wake up from the coma. The woman woke up from the coma. And her eyes were open. And you know, at that point, they can either slip back in or come all the way out. And so she kept saying, Mama, you are healed. And then she told her to say, when she opened her eyes, say, I am healed. And she said, and she started saying it. And then she wanted to get up. She wanted to sit up. Next thing you know, she wanted to eat. She was hungry. She had been sleeping for a long time. Yeah, she was hungry. You know, when they feed you those IVs, they give you sugar, but it ain't like a cheeseburger. It ain't like a pork chop or a steak. <laughs> God got a plan for you and his first plan of action is you, what you think, 
what you believe, and how you portray and display that. This is why he says when you when you fasting, don't be all downcast. Be like, uh, I'm fasting, and it's only been an hour since you fasted. I need some food, candy. <laughs> I need some candy, candy. <laughs> it's only been an hour, and you're going crazy, and you telling everybody you're fast. He's like, okay, well that's your reward because you wanted attention, you got attention. But if you would just hold on and believe me, this is Jesus talking. I'll give you. The blessing. Which is why he says in Genesis 12, 1 and 3, he talks about, I'll bless those that bless thee. And of course, curse those that curse thee. Which is why you don't want to go around cursing people. You want to watch your words. Don't want to go around saying bad things about people. Now, I ain't saying don't tell the truth. If somebody somebody went up there and, I don't know, bumped on, knocked down an old lady. Okay, well, that dude right there knocked down that old lady. He didn't even try to help her up. Okay, maybe he didn't see her. Maybe he was in a hurry. I don't know. He shouldn't have did it. It was probably a mistake. That's probably, I assume it was, because most men are not like that. But see, if you if a fact a fact is not a lie, and it's not gossip. But when you start adding your opinion onto that, that's gossip, and gossip is spiritual talk, and gossip will block your blessing. Why? Because you didn't already pray for that man and his family, right? How you? How do we know you pray for that man and his family? Because when you say your prayers or not, you say, Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you, Lord God, that salvation is offered to every person in this whole world. Don't let nobody leave this earth, Lord God, without you, at least without an opportunity for salvation, Father, in the name of Jesus. You just pray for that man. And so if you go around and start gossiping, girl, he ain't nothing. Mm-hmm. He ain't nothing. He done went around and, and knocked that lady down. He ain't nothing. You just said he's stupid. The word stupid means to be without faith. That's what the word stupid means. Sometimes we say it, we be joking. Oh, girl, you're so stupid. <laughs> Sometimes I even catch myself saying, I go, oh, God, I got to stop saying that. I, I forgot. I even have to stop saying the word I forgot. It's like, oh man, I was just trying to be relevant. Well, be irrelevant when it comes to that. Because the word stupid means to be without faith. And so when you call that man stupid, you are damning him. You're like, we're going to block all those people that were assigned to go and offer him salvation. He going to stay without faith. That's what that means. He going to stay without faith. You sending him to hell. Well, true enough, he can only send himself to hell. But when you pile negative stuff on people, you're already increasing the doubt that is already in their mind. Oftentimes people say, well, I'm no good. You can't say that. You got to say, I am blessed. I am blessed. You attract persons. You got to attract what you want to you. What you, the kind of, you got, okay. Find out about the person in you. So you can attract the person that wants all of you. And so you can start, so you can speak words of life to you. And the person that, that wants all of you is Jesus. 
the person that will break fast with you, that will work out with you, that will sup with you and never grow bored of you. You want that one that will invite you into his or her life. Do not take over their lives. Just be a branch aligned with that law. Jesus, he wants you to align yourself with the father through him. You're a branch that'll be attached to Jesus and you get to reach out to the father. Salvation is an answered prayer of a father. And Jesus offers it to us for free. If you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, now is the time. This message on subcutaneous faith is all for you and for me. We are to be blessed to be a blessing. In 2 Corinthians 10, 4 through 8, it says, For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. Casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalted itself against the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ and have it in readiness to revenge all disobedience when your obedience is fulfilled. Do ye look on things after the outward appearance? If any man trusts to himself that he is Christ, let him of himself think this again, that as he is as he is Christ, even so are we Christ. For though I should not boast somewhat more of our authority, which the Lord had given us for edification and not for your destruction, I should not be ashamed. The words you say matter. What you think matters. What you say about other people matters. The faith that you offer to them by your walk and your talk matters. So if you're going to pray for somebody, pray a blessing for them, then keep the blessing on them. Don't take it off because your emotions get all inflamed. Because you get that subcutaneous fat of emotions in your brain and in your faith. Exercise that fat out of your faith by speaking life. By speaking the words that Jesus spoke. He said you shall live and not die. He said you shall live and not die. Salvation is for you. He said. For God so loved the world. In John 3, 16 and 17. I'm closing. For God so loved the world. That he gave his only begotten son. That whosoever believeth in him. Should not perish. But have everlasting life. For God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the, that the world through him might be saved. My close is when you get saved. If you do not know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, repeat this prayer after me. Lord Jesus, I ask you to forgive me of all my sins. I confess my sins before you this day. I give up my past life with Satan and close every door to all Satan's devices. I confess Jesus as the Lord of my life. Thank you for saving me and for bringing me back to where I once was from this day forward. Lord Jesus, I will be sensitive to how you feel 
I won't hurt you. I will obey you, Lord Jesus. I ask you to present me to Jehovah in your name. Lord Jesus, I believe with my heart, I confess with my mouth that you rose from the dead, that I am saved and receive you today wholeheartedly, 100%. Make me a light in this earth and the salt that gives it flavor. And from this day forward, I will live for you, Jehovah God, in the name of Jesus and share the gospel of Christ Jesus with everyone I meet and everyone I know. It's commitment, Jesus. I will get this world for you. I pray this prayer to the Father in the name of Jesus. I receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit in the name of Jesus with evidence of speaking in tongues and interpreting tongues for the edifying of the body of Christ Jesus by the will of Jehovah God. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, for thou art worthy of all the glory, the honor, the power, and the praise. Congratulations. You just got saved. Amen. Jesus loves you, beloved, and so do I. You're listening to LUTGradio.com, WKKP, Digital Broadcasting. And this is the LUTG Radio Show with me, Kathy Brox. And today's show is called Subcutaneous Faith. Amen. Glory to God. And so you'll be able to hear this again um, on the website, LUTGradio.com, forward slash LUTG-radio-tv. I apologize for that squeaking. And uh, don't forget, get yourself... um, a Bible, so you can read it every day. Start off with the book of John, chapter 1. Don't miss. Uh, get yourself a paperback as well as a, a app download. Amen. You find all that on LUTGradio.com. And also, don't forget, get yourself an Armor of God t-shirt or any one of the t-shirts that we got here on the shop. Armor of God, I really like those. We got, you know, the uh, prayer on it. Amen. Jesus loves you, beloved. Get yourself a one, one for every day of the week. Amen. <laughs> and share something with a friend. Uh, you can even do the subscription. Uh, I'm giving you a whole lot of I'm just It's a bunch of stuff up there. You can check it out. I do have a subscription. If you subscribe, then um, I'll send you a t-shirt like once a month. All right. There you go. Um, all right. So my name is Kathy Brooks. Jesus loves you, beloved. And go in peace. Keep the peace of the Lord with you always. Uh, Being in peace is strength. It is not weakness. It is strength. Amen. Glory to God. Jesus loves you. The Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. Go in peace. Amen. Go with God. Y'all have a blessed day. Amen. Amen. And amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen.